Welcome to another NRL.com season preview podcast. We are talking to Canberra Raiders today. My name is Chris Kennedy and joining me from ABC Radio is Andrew Moore. Andrew, thank you for being here. Pleasure, Chris. I should have worn green for this one. <laughs> well, I won't, uh, won't mark you down for that one. The, the Raiders, an interesting case. They, um, they've they been a, a really good team for a couple of years. Obviously, they uh, Jack Wyden took out the, the Dally M there in a grand final two years ago. Absolutely shot to bits by injury last year. They lost their inspirational hooker, Josh Hodgson. Um, they kept winning games without him. They emerged a young star in, in Tom Starling. They they lost four, five, six NRL caliber middle forwards in the space of about three weeks at one point mid-season and, and just kept kept producing, but um, maybe just ran out, ran out of petrol a little bit towards the end of the season. What are your thoughts on, on Canberra heading into 2021? That's the big thing for them, isn't it? Um, staying healthy. Uh, I remember mm. interviewing... Ricky Stewart at some point last year on the radio and he was like, oh, hang on. Oh, I've just got news. Emre Gould has gone for the year. Oh, Corey Horsburgh is unlikely to be back this year. I think Bailey Simonson was around the same time as Josh yeah. Hodgson when they went for the season. It was just a pile-on effect. And yet they were still very competitive despite that. I think their best performance all year was when they beat the Sydney Roosters at Roosters. the SCG when they had everyone out. And Tom Starling, that was probably the emergence of him yeah. coming out of dummy half. And George Williams probably played his best game to that point, the English recruit. So, you know, and they're throwing a couple of losses in John Bateman and Nick Chotridge to go into this year. Um, maybe they are a little bit weaker, but they're a, they're a team with, with great depth of talent. They've got a really good forward pack. Uh, looking forward to seeing how their new forward from England goes this year as well. I think they're in for a good season. I, mm. Last year, I thought they were a team going into the year that could win the competition. Quite, I was quite happy with that prediction. This year, I'm not quite as bullish on them, but they still should be a good side, shouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. That, that Roosters game you're talking about, I was at that game at the SCG. I was sitting with uh, David Polkinghorn from the Canberra Times. He was the only journal in the whole press box who, who thought Canberra were any chance. I, I had Roosters up, you know, 24-0 at halftime and running away with it. He's like, oh, I've got yeah. a good feeling about Canberra. I think it was the week after Hodgson had gone down. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, they're, they're, they're shot now. And, yeah, they, they really uh, impressed a lot of people that day. And they, they just kept doing it all season. That, there's some real resilience within that playing group. That's the, the key word about them. And we, we called that game, and I remember us discussing before we went to air, we've we got to be up here because this could be anything. This The Roosters could carve them up. I think most of us thought that. Yeah. Um, and, and to see that the ticker they showed and the ability that some of these other players had who had come in. Um, and so I think players like Dynamis Louie really lifted last year and uh, when he had to without Bateman and with so many injuries in the forward pack, guys like Dynamis Louie, had their best season in first grade and not only most consistent, but having real impact in games. And they had to do most of the season without John Bateman, who's now left the club, of course. The players just kept coming in and stepping up. And that's got to be a tribute to Ricky Stewart, I think, who to me is coaching better than he ever has. He he seems to be more tuned with the players and I would never call Ricky relaxed, but he just seems to have had a bit of an attitudinal adjustment over the last year or two and Canberra's reaping the benefits. So, Again, this will be a good. This will be a good team. Do they have the depth um, that they need to be a premiership winner? That's one concern, perhaps I have. They blooded a lot of players in round twenty. I think it was their last regular season game. There wasn't a lot on the line. They'd already made the finals, and there was a whole host of debutants and rookies in that game. And obviously, ended up beating the, the Cronulla Sharks, who um, had plenty to play for and a more experienced team. I think that could stand them. Just that one day could stand them in good stead with the, the experience that the younger players got. Quite possibly, and it depends too how the season unfolds. And remember, those guys were shoved into that game 
against the Sharks, who, for memory, also fielded a very inexperienced team. But having played no footy last year because yeah. of the COVID shutdown of lower grades of junior footy, they were playing their first game of the year pretty much in, in round 20, you know, getting in towards October. So that's definitely a promising sign. And there are some young guns there coming through. How many we see on a regular basis this year remains to be seen because you've still got the basis there in the back line. George Williams, I thought, was really good last year. Uh, we knew he was a very good defensive halfback with a good little kicking game. And I think the longer the season went, the more um, productive he was in, in an attacking role. Jack Whiten's the Dalian player of the year at 5'8". And Jared Croke, you know what you're going to get. And I think Charles Nickel Klockstad's emerged as one of the best fullbacks in the game mm. over the last two seasons at Canberra. So they've, they've got potency and they've got a forward pack. Any forward pack led by Josh Papali, you've got yeah. to be wary of. Um, and, you know, some Elliot Whitehead is a, is a wide running back rower and players like Hudson Young and Ryan Sutton coming through as well. So they've got enough there to, to be a very good side through the year, no doubt. And Josh Hodgson back, a measurable difference for Canberra. Huge. You mentioned uh, George Williams, who obviously is a, a capable tackler, and anyone who's seen his Super League highlights will know an excellent running half. The, the question, I guess, on the halves coming into the season was Jack White and the big body, a former fullback at 5'8", then George Williams from the Super League, a great running half. Who's actually going to run the show? Is Josh Hodgson going to have to do it? And then he went down. But uh, I think George Williams probably surprised a lot of people. Not Ricky Stewart, who bristles if you mention this to him, but um, surprised a lot of people with his uh, game management ability. Yeah, we, we called the their first game last year, I think it was against the Gold Coast at Canberra Stadium amid the start of COVID panic. It was on a Friday night and I was working with Luke Lewis, who the main thing he remembered from playing against George over in the UK was his defence. He said, you watched him, he's tiny, he knocks people down old school. And that was evident. And Jack Whiten was the dominant force in terms of the kicking game and a running game. So you thought that the six would be more dominant than the seven. That perhaps evened out more as the season went along. I do think it took them a while, especially mid-year, adapting to all the changes in the forward pack through injury, to, to get that quite right. But I thought, I think that for the benefit of last year, they'll be much better organised this year. George Williams was really impressive. I mean, mm. that game against the Roosters that we're referring to, he was brilliant. To me, that was his best game all year, and he had other very good ones the longer the season went. So I expect him to be really good. The departure of John Bateman, you mentioned, even though they didn't have him for the anywhere near the full season last year, does leave a big gap on that edge. Um, Corey Harrower and Ira seems the heir apparent. He's now likely to miss the start of the season after an off-field DUI um, offence. Hudson Young, who I thought was an absolute breakout star of last year, but more so in the middle. I really loved Hudson what he was able to bring when they used him um, either starting at lock or bringing him on almost as a, an extra prop off the bench. I thought his games on the edge were a little quiet, but once he was in the middle, he was just running a mark. That's him, isn't it? That's he's built for that mm. role that I did have a few question marks about him, I guess, with his discipline and all of that, maybe how he was used, but um, being in the middle, he, he just rips in. That's where he should play all the time. Ricky Stewart's got tremendous faith in Hudson Young, more so than perhaps some others did after eye gouging and all the rest of it along the way and question marks about his discipline. And it breaks him free from some of the others they had coming on the bench. I think he separated himself with his ability up the middle. So I think you're right, Chris, if he's used that way, either as a starting forward or, or coming in in the, in the 14 jersey, he's going to have impact, but that's where he needs to be. Clearly, that's where he's at his best and by far and away his best season in first grade.
Absolutely. I mean, it's a question for, for Ricky Stewart to answer as the season goes on, but would you be happier with someone like a Harawira and Ira taking that edge spot and, and freeing up Hudson Young just to tear through the middle? I'd probably go the other way. I'd, I'd rather, yes, I would, yes. I'd rather Hudson Young starting and Harawira and Ira coming off the bench. That's I think Canberra's team would be best suited with that. If you're starting with Louie and Papali and you throw Hudson Young at 13, although Joe Tarpany seems to own that role as well, but it's a, it's a good problem to have. I think Canberra would be better with all four of them on the field. Yeah. At the same time, maybe maybe Louie comes off the bench, perhaps. Um, but I think Hudson Young's got to be a starting forward. Like When it's on early, mm. get him out there. And Corey Harawira and Nora, for me, especially if we see defences tie with these new rules and the new speed of game and fatigue, that's why I think he could come into his own with his offloading skills and, and running a bit wider. Do you do you feel like they need to find a spot for Tom Starling, even if Josh, Josh Hodgson's capable of playing 80 minutes after what he was able to produce last year? Yes. He was so good. <laughs> um, and talk, talking to players, you know, throughout last year, they loved Tom Starling. Um, yeah. Ricky clearly loves Tom Starling. He was someone that you wouldn't have considered if we were doing this 12 months ago. Um, but he's someone that needs to be in that 17. And I'll, I'll be stunned if he's, if he's not. How they use Josh Hodgson... You want him to be close to an 80-minute player as you can. He brings so much to the table, apart from his dummy half work. But whether he becomes a running player and still tries to steal the ball and has his kicking game, um, I'm, I'm sure they could utilise that where they've got both, depending on how a game's going. But the longer the game goes, especially with the speed of the game and, again, that fatigue, having Tom Starling coming on the field with Josh Hodgson late in the half or late in the game, I think would be trouble for defensive um, teams right throughout the competition. So I'll be stunned if he's not in the 17. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. Roster-wise, no dramatic changes uh, other than the ones we touched on with, with Batenham and so on. But Ryan James coming down from the Titans. We mentioned yeah. James Tamo in the other podcast and what a great bloke he is to have around a club. I think Ryan James is in the same sort of category. He had a, a shocking run with his knee injuries the past two seasons. Hasn't laced on a boot in an arrow game for, for a couple of years now. But at his best, a, a phenomenal middle forward and, and regardless, a great guy to have around a club. And for so many years, Chris talked about as a New South Wales front rower, um, and his character is never in question. I think that's part of the lure for Ricky Stewart, getting him to Canberra. And this is a guy impossible not to cheer for. He's backing himself. The deal that he agreed to and asked for was, if I don't give you more than seven games without injury, don't give me anything. I, I won't take any money off you. Um, so he's really backing himself and backing his knees that have let him down over the last couple of years. So, again, I, don't, I think he's one of those players you have to cheer for because he's doing mm. it because he loves playing. He's a really good person. He's been an outstanding front rower and this is his, his last chance. So I hope, A, he stays fit and the knees don't give him any trouble because if he's a good front rower again, he's an enormous boost for Canberra with that already very good forward rotation. Yeah, I'd echo all of that. Um, <clears throat> all right, that's everything at Canberra Raiders. We'll finish up with a prediction. How far do you see them going in 2021? Ooh, they're the sort of team that can prove you wrong. I'm thinking their ceiling's fourth or fifth I'm probably going to go fifth for Canberra this year. Yeah, I think there's probably the big four and then Canberra just knocking on the door of that South yeah. Roosters, Storm, Panthers quartet. Yeah. Just a fraction below, but with 100% crowds to even start the season at Canberra, maybe that gives them a, an early season boost. They'll be a good side again. We'll be talking yeah. about them in glowing terms, but maybe just outside the top four for mine. I like it. That is our 2021 Canberra Raiders season preview. Andrew Moore, thanks for joining us. 